0: A restaurant is like an orchestra. You have to practice that song, that melody for months. First, you have to write.
1: This is Business Fever NG Podcast, episode 18. This is a podcast where successful food entrepreneurs in Nigeria share their success stories of how they built their brand. And the lessons they learned along the way. Welcome to the show. Our guest today is Dumebi from Samantha's Bistro, and I'm your host Olumide from Barbecue and Cravings. Today's show, we have Samantha's Bistro's founder, uh, Dumebi. I am very excited to have you on the show. I have followed your Instagram handles, and I've, I've been very impressed with how you've been able to build your brand. Oh,
0: fantastic! I think Thank you have you. three
1: different brands, maybe, but I hope I hope you can clarify that. Um, as we go on, so can you just introduce okay. yourself? Tell us your background and um, how old uh-huh. the brand is.
0: Okay, so I'm Dumebiak Baklava. I am chef owner of Samantha's Bistro, and yes, we do have a few more brands people don't really know about um, because Samantha gets all the limelight and all the shine all the time. Um, but yeah, we have Samantha's and the Village Grill and Komi Baklava. There is actually a quiet sister brand called Brioche Bakery, um, which is the brand that basically is direct sister to Gourmet Burger Bar because that's the brand that bakes all the bread for the burgers. Um, So, yeah, so I mean, I wasn't a chef the whole time. I actually studied business administration with an IT background, um, and earlier in school, I studied language, Italian, um, so really I have sort of gone around and dabbled into other things, which I think is very important. People tell you now that, um, oh no, uh, you should do this field and stick to that field, but I think that the skills you learn from a business degree or business course can actually help you in your makeup course, makeup business, or anything else. So I think, um, I mean, I'm very delighted that I came from other backgrounds and have been able to put that into use um, with Samantha's and, you know, helping the marketing and pushing that forward. Um, So, yeah, I have dabbled into other things like photography, fashion, um, oh, gosh, different things
1: yeah I've, uh, I've sort so of how, been around. okay what was the first uh, food brand you built so was, was it samantha's then because you say you have four other brands now so like what was the so, first
0: one so okay so the first one that i built but i didn't really build properly because so i started in uni um so in uni i i started doing um like little catering gigs on the side you know how uni is that like when in when your Nigerian community find that there's a Nigerian girl who can cook really well, you suddenly become the go-to person where all the food is, like, cooked and ordered. So, literally, I was, like, cook, I would shop, I would deliver. I was everything for the business at the time. But then, to me, it wasn't a business. It was just what I loved doing, and I just loved um, seeing how happy people were, you know, that they could finally get the food that they really craved, so I think the sort of the elements of what I knew then and I had started then is what I have sort of transferred um, now with building Samantha. So Samantha's really is the first food brand that I built and have done consistently for what, almost four years now. Yeah. Okay.
1: So. That's great. So Samantha's was first. What was second?
0: Okay, well, okay, so technically Village Grove was first and Samantha's was second in the naming process um, simply because when I had I had started, so when I decided that I wanted to pursue being a private chef, not even before thinking about being opening a restaurant, I had started that a few years before opening Samantha's. So um, I was working from home, Um, I was doing loads of pizzas and other things. So I was actually going under the village grill. Um, And then when I decided to open about like maybe a year and a half later, I always had thought like when I was younger, I always did role play with myself. So I would say, oh, how are you doing, love? Wouldn't it be lovely to go to Samantha's for a drink (laughs) or for fish? I used to role play with myself. And that's how the name Also, I also got so attached to the name, even though it's my name, but I've never really used the name like the way it's used now. But I always role play with my name. I would tell my dad when I was younger, oh, I'm going to Samantha's today. And he'd think, what's Samantha's? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's really how it came about. So really, Samantha's is like, it's like my heart and my soul. You go to Samantha's and you're literally walking into my heart because it's you're walking to my heart and my brain into my whole creative space is what you're walking into. So you're literally getting a piece of me every time you come to Samantha's.
1: Okay, that's fantastic. So um v- Village Grill was first pretty much, but then everything kind of just called, pulled into Samantha's. Yeah, uh, and then show.
0: everything just, yeah, exactly. Then everything just sort of came up together. So Village Grill was really first, but the actual physical presence was, Samantha. was Samantha's. How about the gourmet
1: burger then? Like why... um. So, I guess the question I would ask is I have barbecue and I have um burgers, right? But it's one yeah. brand, barbecue and cravings, and yeah, but, went, yeah. I, And I figured that like rather than having multiple brands, can we just kind of just pull everything on that one brand and have one menu? But the way you've broken it down, I and mean, again, what you've done also gives each brand a chance to stand alone because it has to have Egg, its own identity, that, yes, yes,
0: but um, yeah, yeah, why can't burgers be, saying, yeah.
1: yeah, but why can't burgers be on the Samantha's Bistros, you
0: know? because when like i said when i created samantha's in my head i never so i never thought samantha's was going to be a burger place or known to be known as a place to go for burgers it was by accident so like i said when i was role playing with myself i always thought oh to go to samantha's for fish and chips or for wine or you know so for like homely hearty food is what i was going for because um I, even though i love burgers i do love really hearty dishes like casseroles and curries and braised dishes, you know, things like that, because it's also what I got inspired by, because my mom used to make us the best casserole. She only made us flat casserole, but it was fantastic. So I think I probably loved it so much, and that's why I then decided Samantha's was going to be hearty, bistro-style food, Um, and then gourmet burger bar was just going to be about Gourmet burgers, um, and then Village Girl was going to be about wood-fired pizzas. Um, I think also because of because of my because of travel as well and culture. So, for instance, Village Girl and Samantha is a slightly inspired by the fact that I went um, on a course and worked in Italy um, for like a month or so. So I think also it's all in, it's inspired by all these different things. And then Samantha's more so because I've always loved France. I've always loved Paris. Um, I've been going since I was a child. So, And my mom worked in a French company. She worked worked in Michelin. So, um, yeah, so I think that's why with Samantha's Bistro, there's also that bistro side to Samantha's.
1: Okay. So all these brands function out of the same location or you have different locations for this in Lagos? They all
0: function out of the same location. Same kitchen? Yes, yeah, same kitchen. Village Grill has its own separate um, place, which is at the back of Samantha. So it has its own wood-fired oven and grill and everything. But um, every other brand operates from one kitchen. I did have Douai by Chef Dish previously. So that opened like six months after I opened um, Samantha's. But you know what, because of landlord issues and the way Nigeria just works and it's so upside down, I just thought, you know what the the hassle was not was not worth the effort, so that I closed down. But maybe eventually I might bring it back. Um, but for now, yes, yeah, the man says village bill company. Okay. That's, that's
1: a lot of information. Yeah. I can just try to pick out and start asking more questions on. But let me start off yeah. by saying, so what's the staff strength, and then um, so all your staff are they trained for all these separate brands? For that you all have? The, yeah. Okay. okay.
0: So um, we started. You know when you start, um, it's sort of like you don't know, you don't really know what you're doing, and you want to cover all, all bases. So you end up having a lot more staff. So at the beginning, we were far overstaffed, and then now I think we are at our at, at a right level now. So at the beginning, we started with like 50 something. Um, so there was always somebody to do something, um, and it was good for the time. That it it worked because obviously at the beginning we were really busy, um, but now we've sort of whittled down to I think about uh, maybe fifteen, yeah I think fifteen staff, yeah. But most of them don't actually come train, so which is why like it's sometimes it's really hard for business owners and especially those who aren't there, it's even tougher because you you don't know what um, they will be up to. And but I am always there. I mean, I dedicated the first three years to be there every day, all the time. So all the staff that have come, even though they've come with, like, a little knowledge from a previous place, but it's literally I've had to just say, you know what, wipe everything, just clear your mind, forget everything you know. You're coming here. You're coming to a new place. And many of them also, which I think is the problem we have um, in Lagos, um is many many of the staff that we have in the restaurant industry actually come from say beer parlors and you know mama put joints and street level joints. They don't actually come from a hotel level or a restaurant level. So it's actually a lot of work to then take somebody from that a completely different background and move them. But I have to say that my staff are quite good. Um, I think also maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm a good teacher as well. It must be. <laughs>
1: with the training program or process there. It's probably why they're, they're that good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah, Because, I mean, I do have honest, even the ones that have left that maybe I have sacked, they still would come back and say, you know what, if there's st- a place for us, we'd happy. So maybe I am also like a good trainer. Um, but I, but I do like the challenge. I like the challenge. It's frustrating um, to have to teach some somebody everything that you've learned in the last thirty something years, and you're trying to teach that person in two weeks or in a day or two days. So yeah, it can be frustrating. But but I think as a business owner, that's why the business was opened. It's Business is no business is not fun. Yeah. It's not all
1: the things Instagram makes it out to be. Oh, definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. And <laughs> just go back to one of the things you said. I, I think that um, I wouldn't say the successful business owners, but like, it it helps a lot to have a, a prior business background before you open yes. your own business. You it know, does. um, it does. because it's a lot it's of information. Yeah, the experience is just mm. priceless. And yeah. you know, I have come from an accounting background. I also ran a, oh, a clothing fantastic. line. Yes. You know, have and I'm counted. like, okay, I hated accounting, but like I understand why I need to do accounting now. So the like previous experiences always helps us better when we finally open our own business. It's good you kind of touched Very on true. that. Yes. Do you have any formal training as a as a chef, like in, in culinary world, or you just kind of just learned and just? I went.
0: I sort of. I think to me that's my God given talent. Um, if if there was anything God said, you know what? Maybe you're coming to this world for so so so. So, so that is why God brought me to this world <laughs> to do what I'm doing. Literally, I can I can taste things and I can figure out how it was cooked or or you know I can make up recipes in my head, even though there might be something similar, but it, it, I would still be able to recreate. And I'm sure everybody says the same, but I think uniquely it's just that's just my own gift so I remember like when I was um, in school in Oxford and I I signed up to food and nutrition class like my mom literally had to beg me to sign up and I mean I I really loved it at the end of the day because she now brags oh yes my daughter you know she won this competition in school because we have to do fried rice we have to do something cultural so I think I did fried rice and something and Everybody absolutely loved it. And I think that was just really how I think maybe God started hinting me that, you know what, this is your career path. Even though, you know what, as human beings, sometimes we just ignore it. We're like, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm going to do something else that I think I can do. But yeah, um, God-given talent. But as the years went on, like I said, I went to Italy. I went to Sorrento. um, I did a course. And then I also... So I was supposed to do this course for like two weeks, and then I liked it so much. I loved the experience, and I think also because I had studied Italian um, a little bit, I managed to sort of go around, and so I met some people, and then ended up staying even longer. Worked in a restaurant as well, oh, wow. um, which was absolutely fantastic. I was the only, I was the only black lady, black African lady in a in a kitchen full of Italian men, and I mean, you know what Italian men are like, with a black woman. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a great experience. They were such lovely guys. I mean, we had good fun because I, I was learning things, um, things that I would never thought I would do. I was doing so. Yeah, it was. It was a really good experience. So, um, I think, I think if you're good at something, you don't necessarily need to. To go to school to do it, like for instance, being a chef or a fashion designer or anything like that. I think if you, if it's your God-given talent, um, as long as you back it up with some reading and some obsessiveness, because I am very obsessive. I I mean I don't watch Food Network all the time because I think Food Network is just is overrated <laughs> and it's, it's, it's giving you it's giving you a one-dimensional view. A pretty view of what yes, it is.
1: glamorizing it and like it's all it's Glamorizing
0: yeah. it, and it's not really what it is. It's the complete opposite. Um, but I think if you obsessively learn and just want to always know something, and then hanging out with the right circle, um, I think also probably helps as well. So I'm not, I'm more self taught.
1: Um, yeah, I, I agree with you on that because, yeah. again, yeah. um, I have an accounting background and I'm running a food business, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't think a certificate or a diploma is what tells you you know the stuff. You know, no, I can yeah. I can work hard, acquire that same knowledge, maybe not in the classroom setting, you mm-hmm. know, and I will know the work just as well as somebody who just, just goes uh, yes, in. So yes, I think the information exactly. is more powerful than just a degree yes. certificate. Yes, uh, great. Exactly. So let's touch on um, on the funding. So the starting days of the business. Now, have you been in the same location since the since day one?
0: Yes, we have That's same fantastic. location. Okay, yes. good. even so, though even though I have wanted to move,
1: oh wow, yeah, but I
0: have been at the same location. Yeah.
1: So, um, can you just give us an idea of like what the, the the struct, not the the funding was in the beginning? Was it like a personal loan, a personal like funds raised, loan bank, or you have to sell like a, you know? A, I mean, was it just how how did they start up with? Because 10, I think.
0: Yeah, so personal funds, um, um, like crowdfunding within your family, within people that you know, trying to pull it together. I mean, bank loans, I thought of it, I considered it, but with the way our system works here, it's smaller people are not looked at, um, and especially I had no, I'd never done any food business before, so I was thinking who was going to risk their funds on you know, this person who wants to open a food business and has no experience with the food business and has sort of jumped from di- different things. So people don't, yeah, people don't see that as experience, as part of your process in becoming, you know, this really good business person. They just see that as um, weak and they take it the wrong way. So, yeah, it was, it was mainly family that um we, we source okay. and from, did you end yeah. up paying
1: them back or you know family you can write off loans i'm just curious now
0: um yeah i mean i paid back. They, will, they
1: will listen to this podcast don't worry
0: yeah i paid back some but i probably okay. still have a lot to pay back for but i think i kind of make it up by hosting like family family parties and christmas parties
1: i yeah. I, I think one of the false assumptions people have is like how much of a cash cow but, you know, business or restaurant is you know um, and oh, folks yeah. don't realize that you know you might be making some money here and there but then there are a lot of uh sinkholes yes. that money just gets yes. sucked into and
0: yes. Yes. and
1: it's a long it should be a long-term game you know and, yes, and, and you know and mm-hmm. the folks who stand the test of time and the ones who know that it's not one year it's not four years it's not five years it may not even be mm-hmm. 10 years you know yeah so it's good yes. that people have that mindset up
0: Yes. But I don't think people do though, which is why That's why we're talking so to people like rest- you. Which is why so many restaurants open in December and by March or the end of the following year they're closed. Because they think that it's just quick cash. We're going to make quick cash now. But it's not really about making quick cash. I mean whoever thinks opening a restaurant to make quick cash is it has been so even, well I think the,
1: what happens is when you see it, places like the place, you know, maybe, um, I'm not been to knock, mm-hmm. but like places where you think, okay, I can cook and I can get a chef, I have some cash, yes. I have a good location, True. and yes, y- yes. you're putting that equal, equal, equal to sign, but mm-hmm. then. The, nobody tells you the the gritty back end story how yes. this just yes. happened no one's telling you how long you like you're no spending like does. 14 hour days and yes. your weekends are done because you're here you, you know have no social yeah, yeah. and they no one, one customer is threatening friends. you here yeah. and there and they don't nobody yeah. says yeah. that and i felt like mm-hmm. you know as much as it's a very um what's the word i enjoy what i do but i yeah. know that when the tr- like if people can understand and prepare themselves for it, then they will know what yep. the journey is going to be like. And yep. Yep. I, I, I've i spoken to a bunch of other restaurant owners, and I'm happy that people are being very open and sharing their yep. stories, because yep. once you we know this...
0: Know. We should. I don't see why we should hide it. It's not easy. I mean, I have... I have. There are times... I mean, there's in my whole experience, I have lashed out at one customer because he was being so unreasonable. And I just thought, oh my goodness. You know? Like... So, I obviously, I got a bad review for that. But you know what? I don't really care because I said how I felt, even though he was completely offended by it. But, you know, people people assume that you are made of bricks and you have no feelings and nothing gets to you. And what is it? You're just a cook. I mean, it's just a restaurant. I mean, I have a cook in my house, so why can't you just whip up food that quickly? But, you know, a restaurant is like an orchestra, You have to practice that song, that melody for months. First, you have to write it. You have to think about it. You have to coordinate all the people. You guys all have to be on the same page. And then you now have to all sing the same tune. Oh, it's you know what? It's a lot of work. And I think the honest truth is that people need to start saying, look, it is a lot of work. Because we see many places glamorize and look nice. But everyone's like, oh, yeah, let's take a picture here but you don't know what's going on in the back yeah
1: so i'm on both sides and i agree with you because i'm like in fact i like the way you put it as an or- orchestra the way i see a okay. restaurant is like someone comes into your house and tells you your kid is ugly like it's a yeah. it's a tough thing to swallow you know it and is. but it the is. other side is like they feel like because they're paying cash or they're paying, they yes. they're paying the price if you you want for yes. it. They have a right, yes. and that's also have, so. Yes. It, it's a it's a dicey thing because I'm like, well, a, I'm not asking yes. to feel sorry for me because my staff just quit, my gent broke down, you yes. know.
0: But yeah, I don't want to tell you yeah, stories, not, you know. Yeah. But
1: like at the same time, you know, you don't tell me. I see on the Instagram where blah blah blah. I'm like, oh yes. god, yes. if you call me, I would have replaced the meal, said I'm sorry yes. or yes. all that. Yes. But um,
0: yes. I know some some of these things are so simple to solve. If you you know sometimes I think also um, customers just somehow need to have some chill. Sometimes like why sit and take a picture and dramatize a whole scenario when you could easily just said, "Excuse me, waiter." Is your manager around? Or if your manager is not around, is the owner around? And then express yourself.
1: Is the content-driven space we're in because everybody yeah. eventually has their own megaphone and, and yes. I think that, you know, it, yeah. it's... Anyway, that's another conversation. But um,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, What is your brand in the next five years?
0: Oh, wow. Um, gosh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know, really. Um, I mean, I've, I've thought about all these things like, oh, yeah, you know, cooking shows and things. And then I say to myself, you know what? Isn't that just the glamorous part of it? Isn't that just a little, like, speck in what you're doing? Um, I would definitely say I would want to just remain consistent and continue pushing boundaries. In fact, um, so nice, yesterday we were trying to release our new menu, and this, you know, customer, I've never met him before. He happened to know that I was Samantha and then says, you know what, Um, I have to tell you, I have two daughters, and I think with your generation and the next two generations that you're the person that people are looking up to and saying that, well, if she can do it, well, so can I. I think for me, I I just thought, wow, okay, that I was not expecting that because I was literally talking about my new menu, and then he says this thing out of the blue, I think that's what I want. I, I I don't want I think cooking shows are all great and I'm working on the cookbook now which is great, but I think what will give me more satisfaction is what that man said to me yesterday. Is continuing to be an inspiration to other generations to say, look, Nigeria is tough but you can still do it. You can still figure it out even with all the madness and the chaos. Yeah,
1: I well think I do you, do you have yeah. more locations in Samantha's or just one?
0: Oh, gosh, would I have more? With the madness in Lagos, if things change, like if the government made it in a way that um, there was a bit more favor towards business owners and people who are actually trying to make a difference um, within their sectors, then maybe I would consider it, yeah, maybe maybe it's like a,
1: we fight different wars you're fighting war with customers we are fighting war with staff and yes, we are fighting war with, with government th- with, as well too yes, and it's, yes. um... it's
0: yeah and landlords and it's a, it's a hard
1: <laughs> it's
0: a hard battle yeah. you come out bruised from all yeah, sides yeah, and yeah. if you don't have the person or people or a good team behind you that can just you know, you know how you how you go to a little puppy or a child when they fall down. You're like, go on, go on, move, move, just go, go, go. Yeah. If you don't have someone or people doing that to you, then yeah, it becomes it becomes very tough.
1: Speaking you of Lana, do you so do you deal with them personally? Or you have a, like a legal, like a you outsource it to like a legal firm. Oh
0: gosh, um, both. I deal with them when I'm in a really good mood, and then when I get when I just can't take it, and they just aren't simply understanding what I'm saying. Then I just say, you know what, um, legal team or uh, please can you just sort it out and look into it. But yeah, most of the time, I mean, I literally do most things, yeah, by myself. Because I like to be involved in the business and know everything that's happening at the same time, yeah.
1: Okay. So Ghana. I handle
0: most things. Yes, Ghana. What's the
1: story about Ghana?
0: So, um, as much as Nigeria is fantastic, but the madness can be a bit much, and For me, I think my personality type does not suit Nigeria. Um, I'm an introvert. Um, So, I had to run away. (laughs) I had to run away from my sanity. So, I've moved to to Ghana, um, which I absolutely love. Um, But I think, I think sometimes stepping out from your current position is good. um, Because, the last couple of months have given me so much clarity. I've just thought, wow, in the last four years, this is what I've done. Um, this is where I think we need to go. And these are the mistakes that we made that we can correct. I think I I couldn't have done that being here. Because when I'm here, I remember when I first opened and my friend came to see me. And he said, oh, my God, your eyes, you look like you're high on crack. That you just look you know, possess like your eyes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, blame that on standing for 19, 20 hours with five minutes sleep and having to cook while you have malaria or cook while you're not feeling very good. But yeah, blame that on on um, all those things. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so Akwa is great. Um, um, it's given me time to like refocus and reject things so yes it's good
1: okay so that means you have a um how long ago did you move and then who's managing your team here like what's the process um
0: so it's been only 3 months or so um but my team i mean i'm very hands on in fact when i came back um on friday my my chef goes madam don't oh, like too much yeah. And I was like, sorry? He goes, ah, madam, your wireless is too much. As you're saying A, B is coming, then C is coming, and you haven't even finished A, but you're at C, and then you're at D. I'm like, yeah, because that's how I was trained. My father brought me up in that way. He's like, well, maybe have you done this? Okay, this is the next task, and you haven't finished the first one, and you're going to the third one. You have to learn to multitask. I'm sorry, like, business is not for everybody. If you're not able to go from A to Z, back to A, recorrect your mistakes, rejig it and go back and continue. Then you know what, unfortunately it's not for you. So the way I was brought up is the way I bring my own stuff up too. So it's constantly WhatsApp messages, WhatsApp voice notes, what's happening today. And I really have have literally have to to teach them how to become accountable. So like for me, the usual thing for us to say is, as business owners is, oh, they don't know it. How can they do that? They're still this and they're so that. But you need to step back and actually ask yourself, what you know was taught to you by your parents or by a school system or by an older person or by a mentor? most of the people who work with us have none of that you'd find that one person maybe didn't have a father and a mother or one had a mother only. One had a mother who said, you know what, Uh, from 10 years old, that's it, you're on your own. So I think to better understand stuff, which is what I try to do, so I try to understand it from like a psychological point of view. Um, This is me being an introvert because I'm always in my mind. I try to understand from that point of view of they don't know half the things that, A business owner knows or what I know so I really have to go back to basics so what I tend to do is I would go on Google I'll find simple reports that they can use report formats they can use that they can understand send it to them and then they start filling it out and slowly slowly they start sending it on a regular basis which is what I do now so I think managing Managing, I thought, would be a big deal, would be a really big issue. But since moving, I mean, most people are still sending good comments, and most people who know that I've gone have will still send me a message and say, oh, I went into Samantha's um, today, and yes, all your staff were on point. They were friendly. They were smiling. They look good. They sound good. So, you know, I think you can still run a business no matter where you In are. In
1: three months, you never came back?
0: In three months I did come back, but okay. I didn't come back to run. I didn't come back to run Samanthas. So right now I'm at a point where I'm running myself, which is why for instance I can do this interview. Because if I was not if I was running Samanthas purely, I wouldn't be able to even do this interview now because I would be so focused on just Samantha's. But I think now I'm changing that focus um, and shifting it to myself so that I can do other things and I can I can also have some fun in my own life, which I think will help me creatively. Definitely. So what's the
1: business structure right now? No, staff structure right now? Because, um, I mean, I I travel for maybe like less than 10 days and I'm I'm Mm -hmm. calling every day. I'm thinking, okay, as long as they don't like burn the house down, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's like my answer. Don't burn it down. We can build it up again. (laughs) But like two three months is a long time. So like I'm just curious. Like um, what's the structure like? Manager sous chefs, chef. Like what's the structure like?
0: Yeah. So okay. So there's a supervisor that I actually just hired uh, in the last I think months or so. Um, and so I so the last time I came back, I had to come back specifically for that to make sure that okay, I'm meeting this guy. He sounds right. He knows what he's doing, and he's not telling fibs and all those things. Um. <clears throat> But, yeah, I know what you mean about going away. Because I think the first time I went away, which wasn't even now, but maybe when I first opened, I, I did have that, oh, my God, what are they doing? But I think also just trying to trust the system that you have and, like I said, always tweaking the system. So, for instance, my sous chef has worked with me almost. The entire time that we've been open, so maybe let's say three years. So he knows what I like. He knows what he knows what pisses me off. He knows what gets ticks me off and things like that. So he would try and avoid it, even though he's of an age where he's not always accountable and he doesn't always remember. But I think he has good communication. So he would tell me, you know what, Madame. Um, there were so many orders you sent messages and i was planning to to reply but you know what it's like and so i i i when when people say that i understand that and i respect that so i think that's that's why for me now the system works and then also i do have a support system so if my parents um so live here so every now and again they go to check in yeah, they were, they were walking randomly like yesterday. My dad was like, oh, yeah, I, I went by, and I went in, and my staff were like, oh, yes, OE was around. And I was like, okay, so that means you guys must have been, you know, you got fixed up again. So I think it's it's good to have friends and family that can go in and shake up your business every now and again. Because I, I have friends um, who come to visit me in Accra, and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, I have to maybe. I went there. That person did so 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 and so, and this person did so so so, and they always give me blow by blow account of everything that happens in Samantha's. So I think, I think for me I'm blessed because I have a good support team. I have friends who understand and have seen how hard I worked from the beginning to now. Um, so yeah, they they understand it and they respect okay. it and they support it.
1: So yeah. the Ghana kind of business, why isn't it called Samantha's?
0: Why didn't I call it Samantha? So the initial thing I did want to call it Samanthas, but then I also believe in starting um afresh. So I dropped Samantha's from it. So it was it was actually so the Instagram handles was Samantha's G eight and then I thought, no and then also my sous chef who came with me and so I was like, Why did why are you putting Samanthas? And then I just thought, Yeah, why am I putting Samantha's? Because it 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 doesn't spoil it, but it it makes it you know, it, it makes it seem so accessible. And I, I want a brand that people like, but I don't want it to be like, oh yeah, you know, anybody can just, um, anybody, it can just be anywhere and every, everywhere. It's not like coming from, it's not coming from a proud point of view. It's just, you can create something else. Like you said, if it burns, you can create something else. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a business idea. It's an idea that can be recreated I thought, Samantha's has already started in Nigeria. Leave it be. Start afresh. And you know what? It's it's great because um, in Ghana, the way they eat is completely different to the way Nigerians eat. So it's also an opportunity for me to learn something new. It refreshes my love for being a chef. It refreshes my love for food. I get to explore more now and then retweak and think about how I can put it into my own you know business and i'm trying to set up so it's almost like having a new baby um so I've, I've turned it to barbecue bistro so they sold the bistro side of it um so literally i think what it is now is that barbecue bistro is is half the village grill and half samantha yeah why
1: they say that usually like as, just as in a different yeah, name yeah definitely yeah. what's the yeah. worst entrepreneur moment you've had
0: oh gosh worst entrepreneur moment hello oh. Oh, my goodness. Um, the worst one I can think of is this man that I had a go at, and then I felt really bad after for having a go at him. Um, what else? God, I can't, I can't really think. I don't think there's really a word. Because each one, you know what it's like now with the restaurant? You think, oh, crap, this has happened. And then the next day, something worse happened. <laughs> so... So it's that's that's a hard one. I think they I've had really, really I mean, I've had cold room breakdowns. You know after you've stocked up, you're feeling cool cool with yourself, like, yes, okay, so I'm gonna put out this new menu and then you come in and you're like, What is that smell? Oh wow <laughs> And everything is bad in the cold room. Or so, okay, another terrible one is I I normally I don't use I don't use Nigerian flour. So I bring my flour in. And so I paid for my flour, sent it across, and then customers' people have just seized it for no reason. That was terrible.
1: Wow. Because
0: I had, and I was away. See, I was leaving. So I was going to, I was traveling, around going to Kotonou. And so the, it was going back. And then the taxi guy is calling me frantically. I'm thinking, I'm trying to sleep. Oh, madam, the customs guy has taking your flour. Okay, let me speak to the guy. He's not even interested in what I'm saying. Okay, can we can we pay for it? Is there a fine? Oh no, sorry, madam, we've already loaded it to wow. go and do whatever. I know what I find more frustrating is that it doesn't even go anywhere. This flour and rice and everything that they seize, it just go. They just sell it amongst themselves, or they give it to their wives who are traders to sell it off, or they eat it. So. You know, it's very frustrating. Um, I mean, yeah, those are probably the two worst ones. Yeah, it's very frustrating when you really want, you really put in so much effort to making your business work. And then somebody just gives you like a slap, a blow and a kick all at the same Sometimes. time. And then you're expected to meet up with your customers who are like, you know what? I order burger buns at 9 o'clock and it's 10 o'clock right now and it's late. What's the matter? I don't care, blah, blah. It, it's, it's yeah, it those, those are very frustrating yeah, moments,
1: yeah. So do yeah. you still order your flower from out of Nigeria or now you Yes, sus- oh, I, wow. do. I do, I do. I'll talk look, to that. I tr-
0: I, it's, Yeah, look, I've tried. I'm, I'm the sort of person who actually wants to promote local. But you know what? Dangote is not coming to me to ask me, um, how can we improve your business? Honeywell is not doing that either, so they're not looking at the food industry and the players in the food industry and saying, okay, let's try and tweak it, because look, let's face it, let's call it spade a spade. All these flours are useless. They can't bake anything. I don't know what flour they used to bake at Gege bread, but I promise you that there's a lot of yeast and a lot of bromide and a lot of raising agents in the bread to make it rise that high, because... The bread, we don't... I don't even think we produce wheat. So our flour here is so weak. And we like a certain type of bun. You know, like well-rounded, soft, but not not soft doesn't and... Doesn't give. Yeah, doesn't give up. So getting... So squeaking that can be very difficult. And I've tried. I, you know, I've tried. I promise you. Like, I've done, I've done combinations like golden penny and this or honeywell and that. And it just doesn't work. You'll find that either goes black so how do you serve a black bun so somebody taiwo came in last week monday and had a fantastic burger he's giving you a review on google and then on thursday he's come back and then you want to serve him a black bun no you can't you can't you can't do that yeah so you just you have to do what you have to do (laughs) and yeah and make it work
1: yeah what advice should to. you give someone because you kind of said a lot already but like just if mm-hmm. you could give like one advice for someone who wants to open up a, a bistro what would mm-hmm. you tell them
0: i would tell them that if their heart and soul is not in it don't bother because a bistro what is a bistro like a bistro is about home-cooked um well-cooked you know homely meals you know, a lot of people come in to Samantha's and they say, oh, wow, it's just like being at home. I've seen customers who come in, men, like men with ties who just come from the bank, remove their shoes, put their feet up on the table, which, I mean, I hate it. But it also gives me um, pleasure because I'm like, wow, okay, if my place can make you do that and you're in a tie and a suit, then, okay, I'm I'm pleased I have met." that expectation and met the goal of creating a homely environment. So if you're not going to create a homely environment, and if you're not going to have a homely flavor in your food, then don't bother opening a bistro. It, it wouldn't work. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. What advice would you give your young self?
0: What advice would I give my young self? Hmm. hmm. What advice would I give my young self? Um, to probably slow down, yeah i I think I think it'll be that because my brain works like it it never shuts down, it's always, and I think also that I think also that's but it's also my gift it's my it's, it's my gift and it's my curse um it's, it's my gift because I'm able to have created all these things. It's my curse because my brain never sleeps, even when I wanted to sleep at night, it's still actively working. Yeah.
1: Okay. So Can you recommend a so, book or like a resource that um, a book. A resource hmm. that has helped you build your, your, your business or your businesses.
0: Oh gosh, I'm I'm really terrible at at, at
1: book So what what do you get I it? Do you, okay, so you have a book then, sorry. Um if, just I'll I, will, I will search for it. Um, um
0: it, okay so I, I can see it in my head. It's um oh gosh. Maybe I'll have to try and find it. It's um whatever whatever you think think opposite or something so it's a very graphic book um the cover is like black and white and has so the opposite writing on the front it was fantastic it wasn't fantastic in, for a business point of view but just a creative point of view um i really liked it do you know the author um, Oh gosh, I, I I'll have to I'll find it. I'll I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah. I I don't have it here. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really bad at these things. I literally <laughs> find something, I read it, and I fling it away. What website <laughs> so, do you go to regularly? What website do I go to? Hmm. Google.
1: <laughs> Everyone does that. Definitely. i
0: always also, I always type something. So that I think that's probably what I do like most of the time. If I have uh, something that I'm thinking of I would type it out and then I'll see um but I do like um oh what is it called Cora it's really good
1: yeah
0: it has some very interesting restaurant questions which I happen to stumble upon I don't even think I signed up I think maybe my partner must have signed up and I started using it because I just accidentally stumbled on it but that that really helps um Cora yeah that's really good yeah but i would I would definitely say that um I've read I've read a series of books all not really read fully but glanced through so I've read self-help books self-love um being creative um I've learned I've read about mastery um time management all these little things and then my dad also has he's always had a massive bookshelf of everything so sometimes if I pass by I will grab, I'll just look at something, pull it out, open a line. And then also my dad is my dad is pretty much a great resource. <laughs> you can yeah. literally you can literally say so 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 and so to him and he'll be like, Okay, yeah, that's it, done. And I think he does that because he's been in legal for so long and has worked with so many clients. So he's able to, you know, give advice on all things. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Good. All right, last yeah. question. Tell us one thing about you that people don't know that you can share.
0: Oh, gosh. One thing about me people don't know. Hmm. Well, people don't seem to know that I have three kids.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This has been fantastic. Thank you very much for coming Thank on the show. I um, wish you more success. And I like the fact that you keep creating brands. And even the Ghana move as well, I think that's good because, you know, doing business, like the, the amount of effort we put in, and mm-hmm. the results we get
0: mm-hmm. it's not
1: very yeah. encouraging it's <laughs> not very
0: encouraging <laughs> <laughs> that if
1: you were anywhere else in the world you work half as much and you would yeah. get more results so yeah. it's uh, yeah. I, I would call it like almost like hedging on your creativity where you know we yeah. don't we don't let a, a situation kind of just like just like weigh anyone down you know you mm-hmm. do what you love and then you get So congrats to yeah. that I'm more success If you like our show and you want to know more, please check out businessfeverng.com. Share the link with your friends. Leave us a review on iTunes. Join us again on Monday and on Thursday for a new podcast. Thank you.